Good morning, everybody. I'm Laura Peterson, your host of Central Florida Real Estate Radio on News Radio WFLA Orlando. I'm from Your Home Sold Guaranteed Realty, and to discuss the sale of your home, you can call or text 407-566-2555. That's 407-566-2555. So going over the stats, I found some really interesting things this week. Um, Last week, which is January 21st to the 27th, there were 259 single-family homes that sold that week. It was 244 the week before. So this is um, New Year's week probably when they went under contract because most houses take about 30 days to close. So that's probably about where we're at. The median price of the single-family home is $415,000 um, for the week, and the inventory decreased by eighteen. And so that's kind of what's going on there. When you're looking at um, the sales of the 259, 28 were under 250,000. Um, 20 were 250 to 300. 70 were 300 to 400. Um, 55 were 400 to 500. 76, 500 to a million. And there were 10 over a million. And when you're looking at list to ask price, it was at 96.97 overall. Under 250 was at 98.38, which is higher than normal. Usually there's a bit of room there. 97.4 was the um, next one. And they're all kind of in the 97s up until you get over a million. And they were at 92.67. Average days um, on the market was 60 is what's going on at that point in time. Now, something that I found that um, was that, you know, I've had a lot of people ask me, hey, what do you think is going to happen to the market and all of that? And um, I have actually one of my clients that I work with all the time, you know, he actually told me that um, I had a better handle on the market than he did. So that was nice to hear. But basically, um, you know, I looked at what happened in 2023 this same week, and it was 241 versus 259 houses that sold. Now, the number of properties that went under contract last week, which is a new stat that I'm going to start giving, was 460. So um, basically, um, 460 properties went under contract, single family homes last week. So I thought that was interesting. Also, um, in looking at the single-family homes, I was able to um, pull down some data for the year of 2023. And basically, um, the single-family homes, the number that sold last year were 30,232 throughout the year. Now, when you're looking at um, the different months and what sells, because I always talk about how our market is kind of consistent for the most part. January is one of the lowest times. And that, um, so when you're looking at the total sales by, you know, single family homes, basically um, when it comes down to it in January, 4.2% of the market is selling in January. Then in February, it's 5.9. So we're still not a whole lot. Then in March, it goes to 8%. So, and then um, April is seven, um, and then at 7.8 on May, 7.7 in June, 8 point, or 6.9, I'm sh- sorry, in July, 6.7 in August, 6.7 in September, 6 in 
um, October, 5.2 in November, and 5.4 in December. So the lowest month is definitely, um, historically, January. So we're coming to the high season, um, really, starting with March. And it kind of goes along with the interest rate reductions that I'm going to be talking about and all of that kind of good stuff. But I thought that was really interesting. Um, Basically, um, looking at the number of properties that that sell in the different price points, because, you know, when we're looking at it, we're looking at just a week. And so this is looking at the whole year of 2023. So under 250,000 of the 30,232 homes that sold, only 2.6% of them were under 250,000. And these are homes. We'll look at condos and that kind of thing as well. And then when you're looking um, between 250 and 300,000, 10% of the homes there basically uh, that are total sold were between 250 and 300. Then between 300 and 400, it's 33% of the homes sell in that price range. Then between 400 and 500, it's 31% of the homes. And then between 500 and a million, it's 13.56. And over a million, it's 4.5%. So basically, when it comes down to it, you know, I was talking to um, one of the clients that I'm working with right now, and they were talking about a house that was in um, the 800,000 range. And they were wondering how come it takes longer to sell. And I'm like, well, basically, it comes down to that, um, the way when you're looking at the inventory and everything today, there's a lot more inventory out there in that price point than there is in what actually is selling. So when you're looking at the overall market, that um, a total of 13.56% between um, 500 and a million. And when you're um, looking at that, I mean, it's really only 1% that's between 900 and a million, about 2% between 800 and 900. And so you know, when you're shaking that all down, the higher the price gets, um, the the more inventory and everything that there are and less buyers that there are out there in our particular market. And so it's really um, something to look at, to understand and all that kind of good stuff. So right now, based on the number that sold last week, just last week, there are 6.26 months of inventory between 500 and a million and over a million, there's 13.39 months of inventory. So if you're looking at a million dollar house as a buyer, it's definitely a buyer's market. Whereas in some of those other price points, you know, it's definitely still um, more of a seller's market. So I'm always talking about real estate being very local and what's going on there and all of that kind of good stuff. So this just is another thing that illustrates that that is what is going on. And so if you're just joining us, you're listening to News Radio WFLA Orlando. I'm your host, Laura Peterson, your home sold guaranteed realty. This is Central Florida Real Estate Radio with you every Sunday at 8 a.m. If you'd like to get in touch with us, you can call or text 407-566-2555. That's 407-566-2555. So then 
looking at the condos, townhomes, and villas. Last week, there were 77 that sold. It was 83 the week prior. The median price is 258500 is what, um, you know, comes out then. When we're uh, looking at a year ago, like this year, it was 77, what I just said, and 85 a year ago. Now, um, Basically, in 2023, this same week, there were 200 and, and 259 is what the median price was. It was 290 um, for that one particular week, which really doesn't mean a whole lot. In the single family homes, the median price was 415 this week, and in 2023, the median price was 399. So the price has stayed pretty consistent over the year, and that's pretty consistent with um, everything that's been going on and all of that kind of good stuff. The number of of condos and townhouses that went under contract last week was 154. So almost double of what um, actually sold last week. So that would show that the that the market is increasing just kind of goes along with what I was saying earlier. When you're looking at how that shakes down um, of the 77, 37 of them were under 250, 17 were 250 to 300, 9 were 500, 300 to 400, 12 between 400 and 500, 2 between 500 and a million, and none of them sold over a million. So you can see that um, things are a little bit different there. The final uh, list to ask price here is 96.66, 95.61 under 250. Then it goes to the 97s, and, um, you know, even uh, up to the million was at 98.16. And, again, it's 60 days on the market, the same as the single-family homes. So our market is stable. There's a lot of great stuff that's going on there. And just looking at, um, you know, the overall statistics and what's going on, you know, to me it it just get, makes everything certain, predictable, and all of that to actually look at what's going on so you can have an idea in regards to what's going to happen for your property, if you're either going to be buying it or if you're going to be selling something that, you know, kind of you've got a guide as to what's going on and what's realistic and everything out there. So in order to get in touch with us, you can call or text 407-566-2555. Find us online at centralfloridarealestateradio.com and we'll see you after the break. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Laura Peterson, your host of Central Florida Real Estate Radio on News Radio WFLA Orlando. I'm from Your Home Sold Guaranteed Realty, and to discuss the sale of your home, you can call or text 407-566-2555. That's 407-566-2555. So one of the things that is going on in the market right now are a little bit of lower interest rates. And I was uh, looking at one of the builders this week working with one of the clients, and basically what it comes down to is that there are still a lot of builders out there that are offering 4.99%. So um, the this particular one that's that's offering that 4.99, they're offering that or 20,000 towards closing costs or upgrades or whatever you want to do. So basically, usually these are inventory homes that they've got and probably to buy down the interest rate to that 4.99, it is going to take the 20,000. So they're offering um, buyers one or the other. And so if you are in kind of a pinch, I mean, that's why new homes are really um, 
sought after by a lot of people that are getting loans because they can afford more and everything in order to, you know, go ahead and get that. Um, one of the, um, the things that I was looking at this week that it said buyers gain purchasing power with lower rates. So just to give you an example, so a home buyer on a $3,000 monthly budget gained nearly 40000 in purchasing power since mortgage rates peaked this last fall. So like in October, they were at like 7.8%. Now they're at about 6.7. So they're just down over a, a percent. But a 3000 monthly budget will buy a $453,000 home with a 6.7% mortgage rate, um, roughly this week's average, compared to $416,000 um, that was bought in October at 78 so that's what, when I'm talking about interest rates really being, um, you know, that, that come into effect, this is definitely why. I mean, you can see that, that if you could afford, you know, 40000 more just because of the interest rate, it doesn't mean anything about the house or anything like that. So, you know, there's a lot of sellers that are sitting out there that their house might have been on the market for a longer period of time. If they put them on there when in October, when the interest rates were even higher than they are now. And the trend is that they expect that at the end of the year, that they'll be lower than they started. But the path is likely to be bumpy, that they're going to be um, down as low as Mar at lower as soon as March, but might be later. And so, you know, they change actually on a daily basis is what's going on. So the important thing is to lock it in. And I know I was working with one client and they did lock it in um, at six and they actually closed about when the house is, when it was about 7.8. And so it, it was very smart for them to have done that. And um, so they, they were like happy as all get out because they had locked in the rate a month or two before they actually purchased the home and the bank that they were working with allowed them to do that. And so it ended up being a huge win. And so when we went under contract, they had this house, uh, they had this lender that they were locked in at 6%. And then they had um, other lenders that they were talking to, to, you know, compare and everything. And no one could come even close to that. So um, they were very happy that they did lock it in because they they got their price lowered and stuff like that. And I did, I was talking to somebody earlier this week and they were asking me about refinancing. And from my understanding is that if you do um, purchase a home and then you want to refinance it, you have to wait six months in order to do that. So the trend is that the the rates are going down. So it might be, you know, a couple of months from now that it might be the time to start looking at that. But um you know, it's just good to know that, that the rates are coming down now. So it's affecting people's affordability. And that's really, you know, where I think that the houses that are between that 500 and a million are having trouble is because people don't qualify for the financing or a lot of people don't. It's tough to get a loan at that price you know, unless you've got a really good job and all of that kind of stuff, obviously, which I know a lot of you listeners do. But basically, you know, when it comes down to it, our market is so dependent or um, related anyway to the interest rate. And so that has caused a lot of challenges. But like I said, the number of properties that went under contract this last week is almost double of the properties that closed. Part of that is because we're coming off of the houses that went under contract around the house 
holidays and January being a lower month, but then the other side of it is definitely that interest rate. So it makes a big difference, you know, what it is. So I would suggest if you're out there and you're looking that, you know, we can hook you up with a lender if that's something that you'd like to do and get you actually, um, you know, what you're looking for so that, you know, if the, the rates do take a dip, which they expect them to do, that you're ready. And you and you're ready to pull the plug, because like I had said earlier, you know we're coming into with March being uh, one of the highest months of the year that properties are selling. So that would be properties going under contract in February. So it is the perfect time to do it. But if you're just joining us, you're listening to News Radio WFLA Orlando. I'm your host Laura Peterson, your home sold guaranteed realty. This is Central Florida Real Estate Radio with you every Sunday at 8 a.m. Remember, if you'd like to reach us at your home sold guaranteed realty, you can call or text 407-566-2555. That's 407-566-2555. So, um you know, I, th- I found this fascinating, this uh, that came out that there was a study that baby boomers own 41.3% of Florida homes. So a growing number of Americans plan to age in place rather than move to an assisted living or senior living facility, which will leave an inventory shortage. So um, that that's a 41.3%. Um, with the baby boomers, that is quite a bit. So um, when you're you're looking at that, that would show that um, in 2021, the AARP survey found that 77% of Americans over age 50 plan to remain in their current home rather than move to a senior living facility, assisted living community, or move in with family. So that's another thing that will, um, you know, cause an inventory shortage, obviously, and hold our prices steady. As more older Americans choose to age in place, the housing market is expected to see less inventory for new home buyers. And the Census Bureau data shows that while the number of Americans over 55 that own homes increased to 54.2% of the home um, the homeownership under under 35 remained steady and the percentage between 35 and 54 declined to 33.8 from 2008 to 2021. So for 2022, age 55 and older, homeowners declined to 53.6%. Homeowners under 35 was 12.2, and 35 to 54 was 34.2. So baby boomers are between 58 and 76. In 2022, accounted for the 38% of homeowners, even though um, they just account for 20% of the population. So, wow, that's quite the statistic. But in Florida, it's at 41.3. So um, basically, you know, if you're a baby boomer out there, you might be thinking you want to hang on to your house. And that's just going to, you know, hold your asset good, it looks like. it. Obviously, everybody has the opportunity to do that. And I think that's why there's there are so many ranches out there. I mean, people like that one-story living. Um, I ran into um, some people last weekend, and there was a, probably about a six-year-old that was with the with the lady that was looking at the house and and they were definitely he's like I want the two-story the six-year-old does and so that's what they were doing they were selling their one-story home and moving to a two-story because the six-year-old wanted to do that and um, so you know everybody's different I'm sure there's a lot more involved and the six-year-old is not making all of the decisions you know for the family but it definitely adds into everything of what's going on so 
when you're you're looking at it, whether you want to age in place, and, and there's a lot of people that I've sold houses to, and they're like, this is going to be my final home. I don't want to move anywhere else. I like this neighborhood. I like this floor plan. I like everything about it, so I don't see any reason to move on anywhere any different. And so basically the bottom line is is that we want to make sure that everybody's where they want to be, but if you're a baby boomer, it looks like um, only 20% of the population and only 41.3% of the houses. So pretty amazing. But if you'd like to get in touch with us, you can call or text 407-566-2555. You can find us online at centralfloridarealestateradio.com and we'll see you after the break. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Laura Peterson, host of Central Florida Real Estate Radio on News Radio WFLA Orlando. I'm from Your Home Sold Guaranteed Realty, and to discuss the sale of your home, you can call or text 407-566-2555. That's 407-566-2555. So one of the things that's going on out there, there's always new things that are happening out there in the market, right? And um, so one of the things that they're looking at are desktop appraisals, and they're becoming more and more reliable by, um, you know, checking out all of the information. You know, um, a lot of times when an appraisal is done, people think it's the be-all and the end-all of the value of the property. And the value of the property is really what the seller's willing to sell it for and what the buyer's willing to pay. And so then you come to that market value actually for that house at that point in time. And if somebody's getting a loan, however, um, the appraisal which is done by a third party that is doing something that ensures the bank's um, investment in it if somebody's getting a loan. And so desktop appraisals and um, more um, automated appraisals and that kind of thing are becoming more and more common today. They're a little bit less money, but um, basically I think that they're, they're probably more accurate in many ways. The crazy thing is, is sometimes with an appraisal, you know, the appraiser is looking at the house that they're, that they're valuing. And then the comps, they're comparing it to the comparable properties, the comps that are, um, you know, out there that other people have bought. And so within a mile, within a few hundred um, square footage up or down. And then also the other thing that they're looking at is they're looking at the amenities and that kind of thing, which don't always have a lot to do with it, but it definitely comes into consideration. And so when you're looking at all of that and swimming pools are worth a lot more today than they were 20 years ago, that's for sure. If you've got a swimming pool, um, now you can kind of get the value out of it. Whereas in the past, it was only like five or 10,000, you know, for having a pool or not having a pool. But, um, basically when it, when it comes down to it, um, you know, you really have to look at these appraisers and see and appraisals and see what's going on. Now the appraisers are trying to do the best that they can. And there's, we don't have any problem with what they're trying to do at all in any way, shape or form. But basically when it comes down to it, um, the appraiser is actually looking at, um, the comparable properties. And I remember, um, one property that came in and the appraisal came in low and it was at a point in time when the market was kind of going crazy. So something that sold last week, um, basically 
you know, there, if you're looking at something six months ago, it doesn't have anything to do really with what the value it is today. And that makes it really hard for appraisers. Now, the way that the market's been going for the last couple of years and being fairly stable, you know, we don't have a lot of problems with appraisals coming in low. But when the market's increasing, you better believe that we do. So we have to get creative in looking at what's going on and that kind of thing too. And so when an appraisal comes back potentially low, you have to look at it and see, you know, what the logically you can do to actually get that appraisal up. And um, my number one rule is that I'm not here to, um, you know, tell somebody that they did a bad job for sure. It's like usually something that maybe they made an error in what they were looking at and that kind of thing. For example, there was an appraisal several years ago that came in, I think it was 5,000 below what we really needed it to for the people to get the loan that they needed to. And I was representing the seller. And so I was looking at the appraisal and one of the things that they did is that there was a shed in the yard of the house that was being purchased. And then in one of the other properties that they were looking at, they said there was a shed in that, and that property, but there actually wasn't. They were looking at a picture of the listing and the crazy thing about it is that it was a picture that somebody had put into the multiple listing service of a clothesline. That's what it said in the description, that it was a clothesline. And, um, but behind that clothesline, in the neighbor behind the fence was actually a shed. So the appraiser had said that they thought that there was a shed in that comparable property. So with a little bit of digging and looking at the aerial view, I was able to prove that that shed was not in that comparable property's um, place. It was actually the clothesline that somebody had taken a picture of. And so that allowed us to get an additional $5,000 on the value of the home that we needed in order to get it closed. And when the market is in a place where you know, things are going up, then cash is always king. And basically, when it comes down to it, the unfortunate thing is with somebody with financing, that it's not going to be able to appraise, they usually don't have a shot at getting the house when there are other people in the market that are looking for cash. Um, and there are usually when the market is increasing like that, because somebody looks at it and they think, oh, I can do a quick turnaround. And they usually do. And they make it all happen in that way. But if uh, you're just joining us, you're listening to News Radio WFLA Orlando. I'm your host, Laura Peterson, your home sold guaranteed realty. This is Central Florida Real Estate Radio with you every Sunday at 8 a.m. If you'd like to get in touch with us, you can call or text 407-566-2555. That's 407-566-2555. One of the things that I think is really important for people to know is that when you are doing a real estate transaction, that there are so many pieces to the puzzle that you have to really look at. Um, there is a property that's going to be closing here shortly, um, actually this week. And, um, you know, there were the, the seller's disclosure and everything from the seller. And I've got the, the buyer that I'm working with here and the seller's disclosure said there wasn't any polybutylene pipe or anything like that. And, um, you know, the seller had purchased the home new, 
They had lived in it for 25, 30 years, somewhere in that range, and now they're selling it. Well, they didn't have a clue that it had polybutylene pipe, let alone even know what polybutylene pipe is. And many of you might be saying you don't know what that is either. But what that is, is there was a class action lawsuit in the 90s um, for that type of pipe. And what happened is that first they didn't put enough... um, oil or something in the pipe. So as time goes on, they get brittle and they spring leaks. So with that, um, you know, insurance companies are not up for, uh, for insuring homes with polybutylene pipe. Now these people had great insurance and they had it and all of that kind of stuff, but the insurance company didn't have a clue that those kind of pipes were in it. And so, um, you know, to, to change those over, it's somewhere depending we had quotes at ten thousand dollars up to like fifteen thousand dollars to change out the pipes in the entire house and so when you run into that kind of thing um obviously there's a lot to negotiate there's a lot of you know um bad feelings really on all parts because the seller's like going hey you know i didn't expect this and the buyer didn't expect it either so really you know navigating through those waters is really important to make sure that you know you're going to get where you want to get and so you know the seller was at a certain level and the buyer was at a certain level and finally we were able to come to terms but it was a little iffy there for a little while and interesting and difficult to work through, but we obviously did it. And um, I think that, and that's just one example of something that happens. And usually in every transaction, there's something, there's um, some people that I met with uh, a few years ago and, um, you know, they weren't ready to sell yet. They wanted to move closer to their children. And so, um, which is, they were in Oviedo and they were moving to, um, you know, Geneva is where their kids lived. And so they wanted to move over there. So uh, about a year later, I met with them again. And they had told me that they had found a neighbor that was right next to their son. And so they were able to buy the house right next door to their son, which is obviously, it was the perfect situation. And they were just talking to the neighbor and got it all done. Well, so um, they, they did it. They didn't think they needed a realtor. They didn't use a realtor. And as a result of it, they said, we will never, ever do that again. Because there were too many things that happened in the middle that you just don't expect to happen. But it did. And so, um, you know, really, it's like solving problems is one of the things that we do day in and day out and why you want to use a great realtor. So in order to get in touch with us, you can call or text 407-566-2555. You can find us online at centralfloridarealestateradio.com and we'll talk to you soon. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Laura Peterson, your host of Central Florida Real Estate Radio on News Radio WFLA Orlando. I'm from Your Home Sold Guaranteed Realty, and to discuss the sale of your home, you can call or text 407-566-2555. That's 407-566-2555. So basically, when it comes down to it, you know, I was looking at what's kind of going on in the market and um, insurance and everything, and insurance is so interesting today, you know, um, even this house that I was talking about in the last segment that had the polybutylene pipes, you know, I think that that there were, I think there were a total of like 10 insurance companies that we called. And there were probably 100 companies, sub companies that those companies that 
represented. You know, I know one of them had 40 alone. And we found one company that would insure the house with the polybutylene pipes. And that's it. One out of all of them. And um, then we also were looking for um, insurance that actually if you were buying a house and it needs repairs and everything and that you could have it, you know, why those repairs were going on. So we did find a company with that as well. But the thing with that is that no one could live in the house while any of the repairs are going on. That was the rule of the insurance company. But if you do need insurance, like you're a flipper and you're looking for that kind of stuff, you know, we found um, where you can get that if that's what you're looking for. But um, it's always very interesting when you're looking at all of those things of what's going on. So what these people are doing is that they're getting insurance. The, they, they went with the ones that they could insure with the polybutylene pipes today. And then um, 30 days from now when the pipes are changed and there were also some electrical things that needed to be done and those kinds of things. So when those things are all done, then they're going to get another policy that will be significantly cheaper than what they're paying right now. So they're looking at 30 days that they're going to pay an extra premium, you know, to have the insurance that they need to have now so they feel comfortable when they're purchasing that home and everything like that. Now they're paying cash, so um, technically they wouldn't need to have insurance, but they're not comfortable with that. So they're going ahead and they're getting it. But insurance is um, such an interesting phenomena when it comes to um you know, Florida and everything, homeowners insurance I'm talking about. And basically, you know, when it comes down to it, we all need to really look at what's going on, what we can do and all of that kind of stuff. And my best advice is to definitely shop it and to figure out, you know, what you can do from there. And that's what I would strongly su suggest. Now, um, we're actually in February right now. So we are in that time of year when homestead is something that you can apply for. So if you bought your property in 2023 or before, you're a Florida resident and you live in that house, um, you'll want to apply for your homestead ex exemption. What that's going to do is it's going to cut some money off of your property taxes and it's also going to... Um, you know, in addition to that, stop it from increasing very much year over year. There's um, some uh, friends that I'm working with that they didn't do homestead. And they said to me, they said, hey, you know, our payment just keeps going up and up and up. And I'm like, well, you have a fixed, um, you know, in you have a fixed rate loan. So I don't understand why that's going on. But I looked at the taxes and they never applied for homestead, you know, like four years ago, five years ago. So they're, the good news is when they go to a new property, they're going to not have sticker shock in the property taxes because they're going to be the same pretty much of what they're paying now because they've rode the market up, which is what investors and that kind of thing need to do. But basically, when it comes down to it, if that's something that you are looking for, um, that you are a Florida resident, you bought your house 2023 or before, you want to make sure that you've got the homestead on it and you've got until March 1st. So um, there's it, you could just go to your county tax assessor online and and search filing for homestead and it'll tell you exactly what you need to do the documents you might need to upload or whatever but it's going to save you a lot of money so you know I strongly strongly suggest that you do that if that's what your situation is that you're a Florida resident 
and it's your permanent residence and you bought it 2023 or before, which is one of the reasons why people like to close before the end of 2023. Because, um, you know, if you get into 2024, then you're not going to be able to, well, you can apply for it now. And I suggest everybody, whoever, whenever you um, get your property that you apply for the homestead right now, just so it's done. So you don't forget. And then, um, you know, you're going to be all set. And they usually have it all set that, you know, you can, you know, do your driver's license, you can do homestead, you can do, um, you know, uh, all of those things at once register to vote. So it's, it's really um, a one stop shop is what they do with a lot of it. But I strongly suggest that you go ahead and you do that. But if you're just joining us, you're listening to News Radio WFLA Orlando. I'm your host, Laura Peterson, your home sold guaranteed realty. This is Central Florida Real Estate Radio with you every Sunday at 8 a.m. If you'd like to reach us, you can call or text 407-566-2555. That's 407-566-2555. So next, I wanted to talk about our house of the week that we've got right now. This house is coming soon. It's not on the market yet. It's actually a vacation rental home in Story Lake. So Story Lake is a great, fairly new community. Um, this house was actually built in 2019. Um, and it's a, you know, a, a great property. It's a five bedroom, four bath townhouse. It has its own private pool. And then you've got all of the amenities of Story Lake as well. So it's a great place that people want a short-term rental that they can be. Um, you're very close, obviously, to um, Disney. And you're not that far from Universal because it's right off of Osceola Parkway. Um, fairly close to... Um, you know, fairly close to uh, I-4, definitely right there by International Drive and everything like that, and 535. So it's got a great location. It goes between Osceola Parkway and um, Highway 192 or Erlo Bronson. But um, this particular property is five, five bedrooms, four baths, um, 2,258 square feet, built in 2019. Um, it's a two-story house. Um, basically, uh, all of it's got stainless steel appliances, granite in the kitchen, um, tile throughout all of the first floor. It's got, um, it's got carpet in all of the bedrooms. And um, basically, it's got quite a few rentals and that kind of thing going on it as well. So if it's a going concern that you're looking for that has some rentals in place, and if you purchase it, you can obviously get out of those if you'd like to, probably, because the property manager, I'm sure, has got other properties that they could put people in if they needed to. But um, basically, um, you know, this is somebody that's, you know, from Canada that owns the property, and they're looking to invest more in property closer to home is what they're looking for. And so as a result of that, um, that's why they're selling. So it's not that it hasn't been a good investment. It has, and they use it as a family and everything. But they have more opportunities in Canada that are right in their backyard. And so they want to do that. And I think that that's really important for a lot of people is to be close to where you're going to be, um, you know, having this. If you're going to be coming down here quite a bit, then having that second property um, is absolutely makes sense. I've got um, a couple that I'm working with right now, and they actually are looking for a house because when they come to Disney, which they come like four times a year, they spend 25000 every trip 
on hotels. And so they're looking at actually purchasing a property that they can have to call their own. They're not going to be renting it out or anything like that. It's just going to be a second home. And everybody's circumstances are different. But basically, when it comes down to it, um, you know, there are lots of opportunities out there for people, you know, depending on what your needs are, what you want to do. We're just here to help you navigate through those waters and make sure that you get exactly what you want at the time that you want to get it um, and all of that. So it's all good. But um, if you want information on this house, just give us a call and we'll get you in there. And um, some tenants just moved out um, on on the 31st. So we just went ahead and did a walkthrough video. So we've got that and everything. And for the next couple of weeks, it's free. So if you're interested, you can get in there and and take a look at it. And then mid-February, they've got some more guests coming in and everything like that, which makes it a little bit more difficult to to see. But in order to get in touch with us, you can call or text 407-566-2555. You can find us online at centralfloridarealestateradio.com. And we'll see you next week. Have a great one, everybody. Bye-bye.